Welcome to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your host, Justine. I'm Mackenzie on Midtown Radio KW. And today we are here with Kirsty and Victor, two of the directors here at Dog Friendly KW. So welcome, Kirsty, and welcome, Victor. Hey, how's it going? Well, Kirsty and Victor have both been on the podcast before, so uh, Victor has joined us to talk about all things Victor Rose photography, and Kirsty joined us earlier this season to talk about all the new things that were going on at Dog Friendly KW. So welcome back to you both. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Amazing. Okay, but before we get into it, uh, can you just give us a quick intro to yourselves um, and maybe tell us about your dogs? Because obviously that's very important, just in case folks haven't heard previous episodes. Kirsty, why don't you go first? Okay, so I'm Kirsty. I have been, I don't know, around and, you know, bugging, supporting Justine and Mackenzie for over the last year and a bit um, with Dog Friendly KW and then started helping them a bit more just over a year ago now, I guess. And in January, came on as one of the first directors when we incorporated as a nonprofit. I am currently in charge of all events and the community guide. So if anyone ever has questions about those two things, you can come ask me. I'm not guaranteeing I always have the answer, but I will try. Uh, And then my two dogs. We have uh, two dogs that we adopted, both in 2021, Jackson and Coco. Um, And I'm 100% a crazy dog mom. And I also have cats, so it's also like crazy cat mom at the same time. Okay, tell us your cat's names because everyone will love them. So their names are Oscar and Linguini, and <laughs> on brand, their Instagram handle is Pasta and the Grouch. So it's good. Also very accurate for the two of them. So good. Amazing. All right, Victor, tell us a little bit about yourself. My name's Victor, obviously. Uh, longtime supporter of Dog Friendly KW, uh, right from the get go uh, through the studio, Victor Rose Photography. Uh, we had the joy of having Justine and Mackenzie and Marsha, Will, and Elder all through and took some great photos of them. And then uh, just organically, we came out to a bunch of their events, got to meet them in the community. Before you know it, we were helping uh, plan holiday with them, and here we are now. Um, our dog Link and I are supporting uh, Dog Friendly KW in a greater capacity as the director of marketing, branding, and uh, design. And uh, we do everything at, from what you see on social media to all of the the fun posters and whatnot for all the events to the amazing merch that uh, you see people walking around in and get compliments everywhere. So definitely a fun part of the organization for sure. Fun by your standards. Kirsty and I are so happy that that's your world. (laughs) I love it. So So I'll take it. (laughs) Perfect. Okay. So, Let's get right into it. So it's been over a month. I think it's been two, 
No, it hasn't. Wow. It feels like it's been two full months. It's been about six weeks since Sniffscape wrapped up. I can't believe it. Um, It was a crazy two months. So let's start off by sharing a little bit about what Sniffscape was. It was a bit of an obscure concept that we brought to life. So Kirstie, why don't you tell us a little bit about what Sniffscape was, what it looked like before we jump into some more detailed stuff. So uh, Sniffscape was one of Justine's many ridiculous harebrained ideas that like she had a thought about and knew that it was a thought and a concept, but needed to flesh it out. And so I remember getting this voice note about it and being like, yeah, no, that sounds like a good idea. Let's like actually talk this through. Um, So essentially Sniffscape was a two month long pop-up experience geared towards dogs being able to, you know, immerse themselves and go to this super cool location and um, experience all kinds of different enrichment opportunities that they might not get typically at home. So the whole Sniffscape adventure ended up being seven different rooms. Each room had its own concept. I am going to try and remember all of them now, but the first room was a botanical themed room. Then you jumped into the brain drain, brain drain. Yes. Then you went outdoors into the great lakes outdoors region. (laughs) And then you popped back in indoors into the play place with a ball pit and giant stuffies. Then you went on a nice beach venture with a sand pit and some nice calming, soothing music. And then you burned a bunch of energy in our agility room and capped it off in the Zen Den where you got to come back down from all that sniffing excitement and relax before heading on home. And everyone's dogs, you know, passing out in the car ride home and sleeping for hours, we heard. (laughs) Yeah, the photos that we would get tagged in on Instagram of dogs afterwards just immediately zonked in the backseat of the car. Probably some of my favorites. I absolutely love that. So that's a great segue into, Chris, you gave a great overview of Sniffscape. It would have been much more jumbled coming from me. Um, But let's start by each sharing a favorite moment of the two-month pop-up. So, Victor, not to put you on the spot, but if you had to pick a moment that you really loved over the two months, what was it? Um, I I had the pleasure of, like, manning the experience during a lot of uh, the quiet hours segments where... Um, individual uh, dogs would come through uh, the whole experience one at a time just to give uh, more reactive dogs an opportunity to experience this type of thing. And I think one of the ones that really uh, stood out to me was there was a family uh, who brought in their dog during quiet hours and it was um, a pup that was like just getting a little bit older in life, but had always been reactive. And they had planned this trip to the area because they had seen um, the dog-friendly kid of you guide and they saw a bunch of things that were dog-friendly. And they they came specifically to stay at a dog-friendly hotel and visit uh, a couple dog-friendly stores and uh, uh specifically Camellia Bake Shop that you can bring your your dog into. And they happened to, on our website, stumble across Sniffscape, and there was an opening. They came in, did the whole thing, 
and at the very end the 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 owners were just like almost in tears that they had had their reactive dog for its entire life and really never had something like that and just almost wish that they had had an opportunity to do something like that earlier in their dog's life and just because of the, these types of things don't necessarily exist for those those types of dogs uh, all the time, and they don't get these opportunities. So it was just one of those moments that, like, just proud that we're able to be a part of an organization that's doing stuff that that really gives back to the community. I think that's so heartwarming. I don't know how we're going to talk that, <laughs> Christy. Good luck. You're next. <laughs> Uh, it's like pass no i i would also say like the number of dogs that went through the quiet hours and just hearing like how like happy and overjoyed the the owners were for their dogs to be able to experience that was like something i feel like i never anticipated getting emotional about but definitely was like throughout the two months um i think the one thing for me that really stood out was just the number of people and i can think of like the first moment like incident where it happened was someone posted a story and it was a video or image I can't even remember now of their dog in the like snuffle mat pile where we like shredded (laughs) old t-shirts and they were like oh my gosh you know I don't actually have to buy all this crazy expensive or targeted you know items towards being able to do enrichment at home there's tons of amazing DIY ways that you can you know do enrichment and give your dog those opportunities and I think it was just really fulfilling to be able to hear like the full circle of people being able to start trying to implement the stuff at home right and like the number of people who came out saying well apparently I'm the worst neglectful owner ever because I never bought my dog a ball pit and that's like the most exciting thing that they've ever seen in their lives so now I need to go home and put one together for them like just giving those dogs an opportunity to experience so many different enrichment opportunities and find what worked for dogs and their owners was incredible. Like low key, yes. the the ball pit was something that blew my mind. I always thought it would be crazy expensive to put together a ball pit, but they have them at the dollar store. What what madness is this? <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, half the ball pit was uh, donated from my two because neither of them <laughs> like ball pits. We have discovered. Um, they're happy with like snuffle mats and eating out of like scatter feeding out of plants, but ball pits couldn't care less. Yeah. The ball pits were definitely, they were, the ball pit was a hit or a miss. Dogs either love it or they absolutely despise it. So yeah, your dog could go one way or another. Okay. <laughs> yeah. My favorite moment. I mean, the ones you shared were lovely and I would definitely, those were up there for me as well. Uh, when I like think the thing that comes to mind first is all of the birthdays that were celebrated at Sniffscape. So yes, my absolute favorite was, I think it was River, one of the dogs that comes to a lot of our events in the community. And I'm pretty sure it was his first birthday and River had come to 
our pups and poses in the fall. Very excitable puppy. And um, he came into Sniffscape for his first birthday wearing a birthday hat. And they were like, this is the start of our birthday celebration. And they took him through. And then I think they had a beer after. And he hung out. And just, like, so cute. They made it such a special day for him. And to have Sniffscape kind of be a part of that was um, so so heartwarming yeah that's so many good moments there ain't no party like a dog birthday party that's for sure right love a I mean, dog they're also the party. ones that had the amazing Oktoberfest float so i can't say i expected any less yes you are correct they also definitely one they definitely got at least an honorable mention they placed in something in our Oktoberfest float context context contest um okay well let's dive into a couple of stats so we love data here at dog friendly kw so who wants to share some of the fun data points from sniffscape Victor can share them, but I also just love that you're like, we love data in the most monotone voice when Victor and I both know how much you love data. Yeah, she's really selling it. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yeah, I mean, Sniffscape, I think, uh, being the first of its kind, really, from us, uh, we weren't quite sure uh, how popular it was going to be. We seemed, uh, we, we got an idea from Paul today that it was something that the community would be interested in. What we didn't necessarily expect was the over 700 bookings, um, over 500 hours of sniffing, and more than 100 quiet hours uh, pups and people from all over southwestern Ontario coming from Barrie. I, I had people that I met from Windsor all the way out uh, to Sudbury Way. I spoke to some people from the Niagara area. It was really, really amazing to see how far people were traveling with their pups in order to give them uh, the opportunity to experience Sniffscape uh, during those those months of the year that it's really kind of miserable to get outside. Love that. So many dogs, so much sniffing. Um, Look at us making Kitchener a tourist destination. Love that. All right. Well, thank you, Kirsty and Victor, for all of that awesome information. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back to chat more things Sniffscape. 